Welcome to Live Better Longer on Legend 100.3, brought to you by Palm Beach Integrative Medicine. Dr. John DeLuca will discuss common health issues and solutions through the modalities of integrative medicine and how they can benefit you. And now, Live Better Longer. Good morning. It's a South Florida Saturday, and it is time once again for Live Better Longer. Right here on Legends Radio, Mike McGann with you. And uh, this program is brought to you by Palm Beach Integrative Medicine. Palm Beach Integrative Medicine. You can uh, learn more about Palm Beach Integrative Medicine by heading to their website, which is palmbeachintegrative.com, palmbeachintegrative.com, or by calling 561-630-8722, 561-630-8722. With me, as always, I've got Dr. John DeLuca, the Medical Director of Palm Beach Integrative Medicine. How you doing, Doctor? Good morning, Mike. How you doing today? I'm doing well. Lady C., uh, out again today. Out She's again got some today. great stuff going on. So she's fielding all those questions people sent in after the thyroid show yes. uh, last week. But, you know, Lady C, we hope that we can uh, do justice to the social media and contact info for you. Now, Doctor, I see you are bearing some books today. You've got two books uh, two books with you. I have two books. I, have, I recommend, this is one of the books I recommend everybody in my practice okay. get and read and follow. Um, and I, we put it on our website so people, you know, uh, want to look at it. They could, could go to uh, the palmbeachintegrative.com. Yeah, okay, it's under storefront or something like that. But the book is called "The End of Alzheimer's." Oh, wow! That's that's a that can be a very scary word. And I tell my patients, get this book, but this is a manual how not to get Alzheimer's or how to have a good functioning brain. Wow! Well, I'll tell you. What, listen, there is as things stand right now, there's no cure for Alzheimer's. It's so prevention is really the way to go with this, keeping your brain healthy so that it becomes something that you, you, you don't get. Yes. It's, it's, that's preventive care. And that, yeah. And so this is really one of the examples where an ounce of prevention is worth a ton of cure. Yeah, clearly. It's very, now Dr. Bredenson is a, he was a neurologist. He started this program uh, of research out at the Buck Institute, I believe. And I think he spun off on his own. But he has actually published papers showing reversal of Alzheimer's really? disease. Wow. Yes. You know, I got to break in a minute and say, listen, the, the Alzheimer's is such an important topic. If you're listening to this program and you know anyone, in fact, well, you know what? If you, if you know anyone at all, with a brain. this can affect everyone. You know what I mean? With a brain. <laughs> Call them and have them tune in now because this is, this is a, I, I feel like, going to be a very important show, Doctor. Yeah. So um, it, it was actually groundbreaking. Um, yeah. And I mean, because, reversal of it is incredible. Yeah. I mean... Organized medicine, we don't have a great number of treatments for Alzheimer's. Right. We have a couple things that may, may. I remember there was something with the circulation of spinal fluid that I read about decades ago yeah. that had an effect while they were doing it. But I mean, who knows? There's so much out there. Yeah, there's one or two drugs that may, for a short period of time, delay the progress. Right. But, but not nothing it. really. Yeah. So something new just got approved. But. Uh, it's early. Yeah, it's early, and I never want my patients to be one of the first ones. To, yeah, you let them work the bugs out. Wait till like V five. Yeah, you know? exactly. Just to see how the first ones are gonna gonna go. But this but, program and and these books by uh, Doctor Doctor Redinson. Yeah, Redinson. let's take yeah. a, let's talk about them. A okay, bit. so um, the there's a there's a white cover and a blue cover. The blue cover is the program, and I, that's what I recommend my my patients get if they're you know, want hands-on how to do things. Okay. Uh, but Dr. Bredenson has a has a philosophy, and he says, look, um, he's narrowed it down to 36 different h- holes 
in your roof that could possibly be causing Alzheimer's. 36, 36. different possibilities. Yes. Well, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're, obviously, we're not going to have time to talk to all, all 36. All 36, but... Um, and we're, we're going to talk about the you know maybe the first you know, 10 or, oh, or 15 or so. Hold on, I just... I, I see number one on this list, and I'm frankly unsurprised. Yes. So <laughs> so I, I always use the analogy, um, when people come in for care, I always say, look, you don't remodel the kitchen if there's holes in the roof. Right. Deal so, with the roof first. You deal with the roof first. So Dr. Bredenson has said, oh, there's 36 holes that we make, need to patch okay. to make sure that uh, everything is running right. Because Alzheimer's is really not just one thing that's gone wrong with you. It's not one gene. It's not, you know, it's not one vitamin deficiency. Right. It's a whole bunch of different things that, that coalesce together. This list is actually, I'm looking, I'm like, yep, uh, that could be, there. that's me. Wow, I, I, there's a lot I need to look at. Yeah. So first one, uh, since it's your favorite, it's inflammation. Inflammation. We've talked about that over and over, but the importance, uh, the effects of inflammation, we can't overstress those, Doc. No. So inflammation is the cause or the effect of every disease process that there we have. There you go. And, and something can be simple as belly fat causing inflammation everywhere else in the body because wow. it just doesn't. We have these inflammatory cytokines. They go up and they cause inflammatory reactions all over the body. So just there's no such thing as really as a localized inflammation. In case you bang your elbow or you know strain. An sure, ankle that's or, one thing. But when yeah. it comes to you know the inflammation of organs, all that. I mean that that's going to be all right. over the place. Yeah. yeah. So we talk about you know fatty liver causes inflammation. You know the, the stuff around the trunk of obesity yes. causing inflammations. Gum disease causing inflammation. I guess that would make sense. I mean, because you absorb through the mouth, you're swallowing your saliva all the time. I would imagine that just becomes a very effective distribution system for inflammation. Well, not only to the system, but also directly up into the brain because bacteria can, from inflamed gums. And make their way straight. Oh, wow. And they found P. gingivalis um, up into the, into the brains of Alzheimer's. Patients. Really? Sure. Yeah. Now that's amazing. So now we have... Mouth inflammation causing brain inflammation. Wow. Yeah. So that's why it's very important to have excellent dental hygiene. Now, I get my teeth cleaned four times a year. I'm big on the dental hygiene yeah. thing, so I get it, but still. Yeah. So it's, it's a very important thing. And the, and the worse your dentition, the worse you're going to be. The less you can chew your food, the more infl- inflammatory processes you have going on, it becomes well, a vicious I'm cycle. a terrible food chewer, even <laughs> though my teeth are in good shape. So. Yeah. Okay, wow. So the inflammation, definitely something. Wow, that seems to be a starting point for so many things. But when it comes to Alzheimer's, really key. Yeah, very much so. So, you know, what causes inflammation? Well, infections. Yeah. So we have to look for systemic infections. Maybe that's causing it. We talked about uh, Epstein-Barr virus. We talked about cytomegalovirus, the herpes virus, herpes simplex virus, all these different Viri that can you know set sell, uh, set up shop in the body, yep. causing inflammation, causing you know latent infections, very much overlooked. Because if you don't have like a, you know high white blood cell count or you know a fever, you know people's like oh not you don't a, look, no I infection. feel okay. There's no fever. I'm all right. Yeah, no no infection. No you know uh, not the case. No. Ooh, wow. Okay. The gut is a tremendous source of inflammation. Now we've talked about the we gut. did a whole show on the well, gut. We did two of them. Two shows. You're right. <laughs> wow, that was fascinating. Yes, and so the gut could be a tremendous source of inflammation. The, the, as the intestinal wall gets inflamed, you get increased intestinal permeability. So you have, you know, now we start absorbing things that we shouldn't. Now we have the cascade of the immune system activation. 
And so then, there's dominoes once again. I- exactly. And there's no one system in the body that's not affected by mm, all the others. Every other system, yeah. yeah. So inflammation, you know, in- in- inflammation is key, and so we have to really make sure that we do a lot of things that, you know, to, to curtail the inflammation. You have, okay. you have bad gums, good, good dental hygiene, water pick every day. and Oh, um, I'll tell you, there's, there's nothing like a good water pick. Yeah. I just, I love those. <laughs> <laughs> they feel good, but also it's kind of terrifying sometimes <laughs> after you eat. Wow, that would have been in there. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's very important. Brush your teeth two or three times a day, just good yeah. oral hygiene. Um, you know, watch your diet. Uh, you know, you make sure your gut is not inflamed. Get your, you know, you, we do the advanced stool testing and to sure. see if, there, if there's inflammatory processes going on in the bowel, you know, inflammatory bowel disease or things like that. Right. Um, and so what can we do about it for inflammation? Well, there are certain anti-inflammatories that we take all the time. I encourage my patients to take, like omega-3 fatty acids. Sure. Yeah, and there's Boswellia and there's some other herbal things that, um, you know, that people take. Okay. I don't think it's a bad idea to take a little baby aspirin every day, every night. Interesting. Um, yeah, just to keep the inflammation down. That seems to be a, have some cardiovascular, you know, benefit. Aspirin's a very effective uh, it, anti-inflammatory. It is. I mean, yeah. so I think a little baby dose. I think m- most people are fine. This okay. is not medical advice. This is just something. This that is just it's possible. Yeah, just possible. Um, and so just keep your inflammation and obviously, you know, do your best to keep your exercise going and your, your eating well. And a lot of things we talked about, you know, ad nauseum on the show, but they're so important. We're just right. going to keep drilling them into people. Number two on our list is hormone imbalance. That's another one that comes up a lot in these discussions. Well, especially in my practice, because yeah, hormones are, are pretty much part and parcel of what we do, make sure they're they're balanced and optimized for patients. Yeah, I can't wait to get my testing done, actually. So brain hormones, people don't think about it, but estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, pregnenolone, DHEA, all important neurohormones, all all important things in the brain. When do people get Alzheimer's? As they get younger or as they get older? As they get older. What happens to the hormone levels? They typically go, they they drop. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, interesting. I had not thought of any causality there. Yeah, so... um, one of the holes that Dr. Breedenson talks about, and these are all the holes that he talks about, but what I find most important is make sure the hormones are, are optimized. Wow. Okay. So we give our patients, you know, we make sure that estrogen, testosterone, progesterone, guys and girls, you know, are optimized. I put most of my patients on pregnenolone and DHEA because they're good brain hormones and they're precursors to other hormones. Okay. Um, so that's, that's important to keep those all in balance. Vitamin D, also, or also a hormone. Okay. And it's important to make sure your vitamin D status is optimal. All right. That's also important for um, infectious diseases um, because, you know, it's part of the immune system process. The people with the low vitamin D levels did not fare well during COVID. Oh, you know, I remember hearing about that. Yeah. And there was a reason for that. It's involved in the immune system. Wow. Look at that. Okay. So that's... That's fascinating. Yeah. So... um, Another one is nutrient deficiency. Oh, that's, again, that's another thing that we've been beating that drum. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing how these topics keep, keep coming up. Over and over. Over we, and over. We seem to, I mean, but that, that's the, 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 the magic and the power of integrative medicine is finding what your specific root causes are for this stuff because these root causes affect so many things. Yes. So we're food first, you know, in our practice. You know, I, but Food is medicine. Food is medicine. But you're never, in this day and age, you're never going to get your complete array of vitamins and minerals plus the other good stuff just by just by having food. Right. Now, f- you know, food, we worry about your macros. I've said it before, I'm protein-centric, so I think everybody should you know, be on right. a higher-protein diet. And then um, good fats. 
and then uh, carbohydrates as they are earned. Sure. So we need uh, you know moderate to low carbohydrate um, nutrient. Um, Testing is something we do in our office. Uh, okay. We do a micronutrient panel where we can see uh, the effects of or the levels of different uh, vitamins and minerals because sometimes, you know, that's a good way to tell if you need, you know, supplementation. Now, sure. who, so who and who doesn't need supplementation? Well, we all kind of need some just to make sure you have an insurance policy. Right. And then our different supplements, depending on what our um, different goals are, different uh, medical history is, or complaint are. But again, it's not cookie cutter. I mean, you, you see, take this, take that. No, it's going to be determined by what your levels of these things are. And again, it's to get to the optimal level for you. Correct. And if we're talking about plugging one of those roof holes that can lead to Alzheimer's, then plugging those holes is especially important. Right. Yeah. It's, it, it's, so, it's so important because it, it your biochemistry depends on it. Yeah. You, you need the proper nutrients, the cofactors, all to make all the enzyme systems run, you know, in conjunction with the hormones, make sure the cell membranes are functioning properly, make sure your mitochondrial function is optimal right. best we can. Um, so toxic exposure is something mm. that we have to have Ooh. talked about. We, talk, we had Dr. Spicer here talking about the water. Mm -hmm. I've talked about heavy metals and the exposures to that that we get. Um, you know, here's, a, uh, here's an article I have right here. Wildfires linked to increased risk of dementia. That you breathe the particulate matter. It goes in through your lungs. It goes up into your brain. And we talk about wow. inflammation. Inflammation. It's yeah. So how do you how do you protect yourself? Now we're not going to live in a plastic bubble, but you do filter your water. You, you probably should have an air filter. Get oh, you, outside. You just as much do the best you can, and yeah. here are some of the methods. Cor basically correct. The yeah, I, yeah. I don't remember. I always tell my patients, look, you know, you have to live your life. Right. And it's not your job to be professionally sick. It's we want to get you well and to, to do the things you want to do. Right. You can't live in fear either, but we need to find ways to work around some of these issues and maintain the proper balance. And there are ways to do it. Yeah, there are. So it's it's not hard to avoid toxins. No. I mean, you never do it completely, but don't drink out of plastic bottles. Don't microwave your food in plastic. You know, don't, there's a lot of things, you know, basic stuff we talked about all the time. Right. Don't let anybody put amalgam fillings in your mouth. Okay. Mercury, mercury fillings. If you're going to have them take them out, get a biological dentist or a holistic dentist to take them out because they have a special procedure that they typically do. Okay. I get, I get, you know, complaints from the patients all the time. It's like, well, I love my dentist. He's not a biological dentist. I say, great. Go to a biological dentist, have him removed, go back to your dentist. And have him put the other ones in? Or, or just, you know, continue on with your daily, you know, yeah, your routine care with them. Gotcha. It's important because um, I, I made a study when I was in, uh, when I was in graduate school about mercury toxicity decascification. That was my, that was my master's paper. Mm -hmm. Um, and you can get worse taking out the metals in your mouth incorrectly. So, wow. Yeah, So because it vaporizes. I was just going to say, it. I mean, it's like we talked last week about thyroid. And if there's damage to the thyroid or that organ's getting attacked, then the hormones are going to dump into the system, right? Same thing here. You don't remove those metals properly, then right. you could get a higher dose being, being uh, released into your system where normally it was at least held inside the tooth. Mm -hmm. Occupationally, the dental assistants get more mercury exposure than the dentist. I guess that would make sense. Wow, that's terrifying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. So th things to be things to be cautious of, okay. um, and uh, you, know, you do the best you can. We're not going to live in, in, in bubbles, but just we just take all aware. the necessary precautions. That's all. Uh, insulin resistance. So this is a big one. So the more carbohydrate centric we are, the more insulin we're going to have to use. 
And as you use more insulin, you get more acclimated to it. So you're going to need more and more insulin to do the same job. Right. Um, so insulin resistance leads to hypertension, it leads to weight gain, and it's really uh, probably one of the biggest risk factors we have for me our metabolic diseases. Wow, okay. So, you know, the people who are inactive, mm -hmm. high-carbohydrate diet, high-fat diet. The old couch potatoes. Exactly, about, right? uh, yes. So, um, and it's important for people to move. Now, we've talked about exercise, you know, and the importance of exercise, maintaining your muscle mass. The more muscle mass you have, the more insulin sensitive you're going to be. Sure. Um, and the more you train, you know, uh, cardiovascular, you know, more um, able you can be able to use your glucose without having to, you know, over um, overproduce the insulin. Okay. As we, you know, as the, we get insulin resistance, the cells become insulin uh, insulin resistant. They're not affected by the insulin as much. More insulin, we get to the point where now insulin is not working at all, and our blood sugar rises, and we call that prediabetes, and then we call that diabetes. Sure, and it's you build up tolerances to all kinds of things. The yes. body will adapt in its way to right. what it's given or not given. Yes. Too much of something, it's going to get a higher tolerance. This is, wow, the balance of this is just amazing. And we're talking about things that, that can be risk factors, the holes in the roof metaphorically when it comes to Alzheimer's. So this is so incredibly important to pay attention to. Huge. So do you think we're getting skinnier or fatter as a society? As a society, <laughs> I think we know the answer to that. Yes. I mean, it's not often that you hear the word obesity without the word epidemic attached anymore. Yeah, because it's 75% of our population overweight or, or, or obese. and Terrifying. Yeah. So there's a term called diabesity. Diabetes, I love a good portmanteau, yeah, so that's you, a great there one. There you go. Yeah, diabetes. So as, as we get more obese, we become more insulin resistant. Wow. It's, that's, hey. And as we become yeah. more insulin resistant, we become more obese. That catch-22, man. It just yeah. keeps on rolling. And in the end, if that's something that can increase risk of Alzheimer's, then you've got to find a way to deal with it now. Well, some people refer to Alzheimer's as type 3 diabetes of the brain. They can't get the glucose into the neurons to run the neurons. Wow. What a, what a way to put it. Yeah. It's, but it's pretty stark, but, I mean, it's right there. And, it, again, you're, you're, I'm looking at this list. We're only, like, five into what is a list of 36. Yeah. So, um, needless to say, we're not going to get to all not gonna 36. Get to all of them, but we might not even get to 10 today, but we're, we're going to give it. This is important. We can always do a second show. Yeah, on. but this is so important. I mean, Alzheimer's is, the, is a scourge. Yeah. If there's anything we can do to prevent it and keep our overall health as much better as it will be dealing with these things, then let's do it. Sure. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a national crisis. Dude, and, and the, the wave that we're going to see of that coming in, uh, personally devastating, economically devastating, it's it's everything. It's, yeah, so um, it just chews up a whole, you know, I don't know what percentage of our national health care budget, but it's an overwhelming percentage, and it just keeps getting bigger yeah. every year. Unbelievable. So, you know, what's the, what's the cure? Walk. Run. Yeah. For that, yeah, Train. when it comes to that, that insulin resistance, I'll, be, I'll yeah. beat the I'll beat the resistance exercise drum again. Right. I get you. Because that helps that helps drive the glucose into the cell, increases your muscle mass, increases your metabolic rate, and that's that's you know that's what we need to do. Before we get to the next one on this on this list, I do want to once again mention you can get in touch with Palm Beach Integrative Medicine, learn more, you know, set up a an appointment, a consultation to learn where you stand on all the levels of things. 
find out what your health is actually like, not within a range, but this is you, and this is how we can get it to optimum, by uh, by calling 561-630-8722, 561-630-8722, or uh, head over to palmbeachintegrative.com. So insulin resistance, another one. Let's let's keep rolling. What else, uh, where are some of these holes we need to patch? Okay, so immune dysfunction. Oh, okay, another one that we get to a lot. Yeah, so that, and that could go either way. That could be a hypo-functioning immune system, low-functioning immune system, or hyper-functioning immune system, autoimmune disease. Attacking and, yourself, basically. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, if you have low immune function, you, you, once we get exposed to a virus, we typically have it in our, in, in our body. Oh, it's there. Yeah, it's there. So um, which is fine as long as your immune system is well-run, regulating, it, it keeps the viruses at bay. Right. Um, but sometimes when we're under stress, physical, mental, it doesn't matter, the immune system is becomes, for lack of a better word, lazy. Sure. <laughs> and it's then it's when these latent viruses are, you know, coming out. So if anybody has ever had a cold sore, times under stress, they, sure. their cold sores get up. Um, under stress, your psoriasis will get worse. Now, that's so interesting because... When I get stressed or tired, I am so incredibly uh, vulnerable to colds. Mm-hmm. They sure. hit me all of a sudden. I wake up. I've got the sore throat from it. I get a sinus issue. And that's the first. And, of course, being somebody who talks for a living, that's the worst possible thing for me. Sure. But when I get tired and stressed out, it goes right for my throat. Yep. I remember in residency, everybody was, you know, stress of, you know, yeah. at residency. Yeah, of course. Everybody was, you know, they're they're psoriasis are flaring, eczema is flaring, there are colds, you know, it's just, yeah. Wow. Because cortisol decreases immune system function. That's it. So when we when we bump up our, our cortisol from stress levels, we decrease the immune system function. Gotcha. So okay. it's, it's so important. And then um, as we get older, as we, you know, tend to have less, you know, a less viable or less active immune mm-hmm. system function. So this is another reason why as, as we get older, we're more susceptible to to Alzheimer's or any other. I'm just using Alzheimer's. I'm just going to say dementia or, or sure. neuro, I mean, they're, neuro they're, dysfunction in general. They're interrelated. They're different I, causes, different yeah. symptoms, but basically the yeah. same umbrella. It's, it's, yeah. So I don't care if it's, it's, it might be a, a um, pathological you know, difference as far as the pathologist is concerned, what he sees under a microscope. But for me, it's, it's still it's a lack of function. It's a lack of... Uh, you know. Right. The effect is the effect. And a lot of the prevention is a lot of the prevention. Yeah. So. Whether it's frontal temporal dementia or Alzheimer's Whatever disease, it, or, yeah, it doesn't really matter. I mean, I lump them all in the same. I just call them, you when know. When it comes dementia. to prevention, when it comes to, to plugging the, those holes. All the same. Do it because yes. it'll apply. All the same. So that, that's immune dysfunction. Okay. Um, vascular compromise. Okay. Okay. Blood flow to the brain is very important. Yeah. You'd think. Yeah. And if, if you're getting occlusions, if you're getting. Or just not pumping it, you know, not getting enough oxygen. Oxygen-rich blood to the brain, yeah. yeah. How do you do that? Well, you, you exercise. Exercise, I yeah. think. That's another one of those words I figured it'd show up. Yeah. So uh, it's important to, you know, you want to have good vascular okay. function. Um, a lot of people, their vasculature gets stiff as they get older. Right. I, the, I think it's that the old hardening of the arteries yes. people used it to was, say. Yes, yes. I, that's an archaic term, but I'm old enough to remember yeah, it. Yeah, it. but it's true. As, they get, as your arteries get stiffer yeah. as you get older, well, guess what? You need more blood pressure to perfuse your brain properly. That makes sense. I've seen a lot of patients, old, elderly patients, they were over-medicated because they tried to get their blood pressure, pressure down. down 
but they needed it to perfuse their brain. The higher blood pressure was actually a response to something else. Yeah. The body was responding to a lack of oxygen in the brain, increasing the blood pressure. Then you treat the increase in blood pressure. The brain is back to where it was, which is worse. I mean, you've got to. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So this is why I'm not, you know, I don't practice. I'm not a neurologist. I'm not a cardiologist. I, don't, I practice the whole, you know, the whole body. Um, so we have to like make allowances. So I would call that permissive hypertension. Okay. You, you allow them to get a little bit higher to perfuse their brain. What happens if you don't perfuse your brain? Well, you stand up, you fall down. Sure. That's how you know your blood pressure is too low. I, I actually was at an event recently and a gentleman at the event had a blood pressure drop and just collapsed. Mm -hmm. And it was terrifying for everybody there. And then all the tests showed regular levels of all kinds of things. He'd been playing golf earlier that day. He was dehydrated. Yep. And that caused that pressure drop. Mm -hmm. um, but, I mean, the, the pressure drop itself uh, is indicative of other and, issues. So. Yeah, and as you get older, you get less um, resilient to, as, as to different fluctuations. Right. So you become more apt to you know, have, have, have a different event. response. Yeah. yeah. My mom had it. She would just – I remember walking into the mall with my mom when I was about 17 years old. And she said – I'm about to go down. And I put my arm in hers and stopped her from actually collapsing. And then she said, what just happened? And it turns out that she was having blood pressure drops because of some different vascular compromises yeah. that were going on. So, yeah. so we address vascular uh, compromise in our office. We, we do chelation therapy, right. um, which makes the, the blood vessels more pliant. So right. you can actually lower the blood pressure and increase, um, increase blood flow at the same time. This is this is amazing, and it, it's blowing my mind because we only have a couple minutes left in the show. I, this show, it's amazing how quickly it goes by, but we get into conversation and discussion, and these things, inflammation, hormonal imbalance, nutrient deficiency, toxic exposure, insulin resistance, immune dysregulation, vascular compromise, these are just the first seven of all of these, again, holes in the roof, so to speak, that can bring on Alzheimer's down the line. The book is the End Alzheimer's Program. It's written by uh, Dale Bredenson, uh, MD, the first protocol to enhance cognition. I think you said you, you can uh, you can find this on your website as yeah, well. Yeah, it's on, it's on the website. And then um, there's actually, um, he's actually the first person to publish a, a paper uh, really? in a journal showing the reversal. Um, so it's, this is the, the importance of this. I mean, I can't possibly uh, overstate it. This is Alzheimer's, man. I mean, that's, that is a, a scourge and yeah. it's, it's getting more. If anything can be done to to reduce it, to slow it down, to reverse it, then that needs to be looked at very, very seriously. And that's what this is all about. Reach out, learn more at Palm Beach Integrative Medicine, palmbeachintegrative.com, palmbeachintegrative.com, or call 561-630-8722, 561-630-8722. Set up a consultation. Find out where you stand on some of these. Begin treating your whole person. Treat the systems, find your optimal levels, and that's what they do at Palm Beach Integrative. That's all why the, Dr. DeLuke is here. That's what we do all day long. Every single day. And we love it. And clearly, but I mean, I learn more on this show. I just love it. PalmBeachIntegrative.com. You can subscribe on Spotify. Make sure you don't miss an episode. And uh, give them a five-star review. Lady C, I hope I'm doing you justice here. If you like them, uh, share the podcast with somebody who needs the information. That's pretty much everybody. Don't keep good health to yourself. I love that line. Instagram is uh, Palm Beach Integrative Med. Facebook is at PBI Medicine. Twitter uh, is Dr. John DeLuca. It's all 
right there. And once again, Palm Beach Integrative Medicine. I, we're probably going to have to revisit this and, and finish that list out, talk more. We got seven. The next one is mitochondrial dysfunction. I could probably spend a whole an, show on that. Well, the mitochondria itself is a fascinating enough topic. 561-630-8722 in Palm Beach Integrative Com. Mike McGann here, along with Dr. John DeLuca, Medical Director of Palm Beach Integrative Medicine. Reach out, learn more, palmbeachintegrative.com, and, uh, you know, be proactive with your health. The future of you and, and your family really could, could, determine, uh, could be determined by this. Call my, cor- uh, my boss, Courtney, and she'll, <laughs> she'll hook you up. Call Lady C, 561-630-8722. This has been Live Better Longer on Legends Radio. Lots more legendary programming on the way in South Florida. Thanks for listening to Live Better Longer, brought to you by Palm Beach Integrative Medicine. Learn more and set up your consultation today by calling 561-630-8722 or visit palmbeachintegrative.com. Tune in next week for another edition of Live Better Longer on Legends 100.3. The preceding program was presented for informational purposes only. No doctor-patient relationship is formed. Always consult a physician for specific health care advice.